Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome to Sports and Things, a weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports and music topics of the week. Featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and host Dennis Turner. And welcome to Sports and Things, everybody. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me, as always, I have Trey Ely and John Lane. Unfortunately, Jay Hill is unable to join us tonight because of his complications with the vaccine for COVID. Uh oh. So, <laughs> let's be clear. It's not COVID that has Jay Hill. He has the first shot of the vaccine. I don't know when he got. Uh, me and John got Moderna. Trey, you got Pfizer? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? I had a friend that got Johnson & Johnson. He told me today. And I was like, what? He was like, I got it before um, they announced that you know they were stopping because of the blood clots. Right. And so Jay has, I think Jay got Pfizer too. I'm not 100% sure, but he's he's not feeling well. Yeah, he, he did get Pfizer because um, that, that report came out about Pfizer where they said in six months, you're going to have to get a third shot. And he was like, dude, I just got Pfizer today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we wish Jay Hill a speedy recovery to... Get well, Jay. Yeah, him and his wife, because both of them got it. He and, should um, be better tomorrow. Right. And Mrs. Jay Hill. Um, so let's get into our first subject of the week, and that is Nicholas Backstrom of the National Caps has played his 1,000th game. Uh, John, we're going to throw that to you. Um, how significant is this? Um, well, it's a very, very, uh, uh, it, it's an epic, it's of epic proportions because we're talking about a guy who was basically bred in hockey, drafted by the Washington Capitals um, the year after Alex Ovechkin was drafted. And uh, he's been with the team for 14 seasons, 1,000th game 
Unfortunately, they lost that game to the Buffalo Sabres. Don't know how you do that, but they did. Uh, but just a couple of numbers. He's uh, up to up to up to date. I believe his total number of assists are uh, four hundred in even strength and three hundred and fourteen assists in power play. They call him the quarterback um, of the power play because whenever the Caps go on a power play, he's the guy who pretty much leads leads the team in helping them score. Um, he has 257 goals uh, in his career. Uh, but it's just a magnificent feat to play in that many games. It's kind of the equivalent to, I think it was, uh, was it Drew Brees or Peyton Manning that played in, what was it like? How many games, how many consistent games without missing? I think it was, it was actually, uh, I think it was Eli Manning, wasn't it? I thought it was Brett Favre. Maybe it was played, Brett Favre. I thought it was Brett Favre was definitely, uh, okay. yeah. yeah. So it's kind of the equivalent to that. So um, all that to say, Nicholas Backstrom is like Alex Ovechkin's right-hand man. The two go hand-in-hand. Hand and um, uh, congratulations to Nick. Uh, hopefully this will help catapult us into the playoffs, and hopefully we can get far. It's a very, very good squad this year. They made a very shocking trade. A couple of days ago, they gave away Jacob Vrana for first and second round pick this year and next year. And uh, we got Anthony Mantha from the Red Wings, 6'5", 236 pounds. Uh, he's an enforcer, very good defensively, and he can score goals. And first game with the Capitals, he scored his first goal. So hopefully this will lead to uh, uh, another run at the Cup. Wait. Okay. Well... Like you said, congratulations, Backstrom. Uh, and good luck to the Capitals. Uh, moving on to more Washington sports news. Washington Wizards are currently fighting for 10th place in the playoffs. Yeah. Say it isn't so. Uh, I think Jay called this. Jay called it. Uh, we said initially that the Wizards wouldn't win more than 18 games. <laughs> but it's looking like they're going to make it somewhere close to the playoffs. Um do you think they get in <laughs> or do you think they get to the 10th spot or even higher before the end of the season, Trey? I do not. No. <laughs> no. They, uh, the Bulls are currently holding that 10th spot. The Raptors have the 11th spot, which doesn't go anywhere. And the Wizards are in 12th. And, I, you know, the Wizards are on a uh, winning streak now, but well, I don't know if it's a winning streak. They are on a good streak of playing. Winning streak they assumes without games. losing. Yeah, they they they're on a they're on a a good stretch. Right. Uh, but nah, no, I don't think they're gonna do it. Well, you know the Bulls got Zach Levine. That's supposed to help them offensively, but they've lost four straight games. So not to say that the playoffs are starting now. But you look at the Raptors. Raptors in their last ten games are four and six. Bulls are three and seven in their last last ten games. Wizards are five. So the Wizards are hotter than those two teams. They're yeah. just hotter right now. But they seem to play well against top tier Western Conference teams for some reason. Trey, Trey um, who, did you call who, that? Who, yes, I did. But but uh, <laughs> just just for the record, who is the Wizards coach again? Who they got a coach? 
Wizards oh. coach. What's his name? Eddie Jordan. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Patrick I wish. Ewing. Yeah, it would be better. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying Scott to think of some more. I'm trying to think yep, of some. There more. you go. So they're not going to make Scott, it. No, no, no. Scott Skiles. <laughs> that would be even better. What, Scott Bale. Oh my gosh. Scott Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Scott Bezos. Scott Bezos. What's my I mean, from, oh yeah, go ahead. Nah, we're done. We're done. Go ahead. Scott think, Pippen. Um, <laughs> Scott oh, Pippen. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, dog. Um, I think the Wizards do get in, man. I think it's going to be a really tough toss between the Raptors and the Wizards. I don't know that the Bulls are going to get it. I don't know. Just this. This is just. I, I have no logic behind it this is just something that's been in the back of my mind i just see the wizards and raptors going at it to try to get that 10th spot um and uh if they do get it they'll definitely be out in the first round because they'll have to play the philadelphia 76ers or the brooklyn nets who will take number one so but i think they get in again i mean you got the hornets at eight paces at nine bulls at 10 raptors at 11 and you, I always say you can't count the Raptors out for real, like because the Raptors still have Van Vliet, they still have um, a couple key players there. Uh, Hornets are going to be the team of the future, so they yeah. could, they could, you know, you can give or take them coming out. Uh, Pacers are the Pacers. I mean, they still got to go through four teams to get to number eight, and they still have to get past the Bulls and the Pacers to get to ten. Oh, and the Raptors at eleven. Yeah, and like you said, John, I don't think even if they get to ten or if they get past ten and get to eight, it doesn't really matter because they're going to get blown out if they make it to the playoffs at all. So it's kind of pointless to even have a conversation about what they do this season, to me, because it yeah. doesn't make sense to have the conversation without them having a real formidable ish like point to get into the playoffs to do anything of any merit. Like who cares? I mean, Look, they've won. They've been on the road since April seventh. That's uh, and they've won four of their last six games. They beat the Magic. Um, they beat the Warriors. They lost to the Suns. They lost or they beat the Jazz. Then they beat the Kings. So they seem to be on a little bit of a tear. But now they got to come back home and play the Pelicans. And I feel like they don't play as well at home. So, and Trey said it too. They don't beat the teams that they're supposed they to beat. The they teams beat are supposed the teams to. they're not supposed they to. They do not. So they're going to lose to the Pelicans. They're going to. They're probably going to lose to the Pistons again. And then the Thunder come in, and then the Warriors come in again. They're not losing to the Warriors. They're not beating the Warriors twice. No. Nah, so doubt it. Maybe they don't. Excuse me. Maybe they don't get in. But I don't know. I just don't trust the Bulls either. And Warriors are nine on the Western Conference right now, and they're on a three-game winning streak. Here's my uh, question, though. Uh-oh. Did he freeze? <laughs> you... I froze? Yeah. Dark cards. You I got, did? You got dark cards. <laughs> but ask the question Damn. again. I said, who who gets the scoring title? Um, Steph Curry or Bradley Bill? Bradley Bill. Really? I think so. Well, Steph is coming for that ass, and he's... He's like going over thirty almost every game. Yeah, I mean, he's Bradley's still averaging thirty one. 
and Steph is averaging 30. So if that Wizards talking was, about shutting down Bradley Bill, aren't they? Yeah, if they shut him down, his still right. his average would still be 31 points a game. They're not going to count the games he doesn't play against them, right? Uh, like he'll end the season with 31 points per game, and it's who is on top, who has the most, who's scoring the most points per game, average, who they they call a scoring leader. Like yeah. so, Steph can so shutting him down wouldn't up. hurt him. Yeah, yeah, it would only it would only help, especially if Steph's numbers go down as he continues to play more. Now, Steph being on a, on you know on a tear is a, is a whole different bag. Like, but Steph is Steph. Like he's always going to be Steph. He's always going to shoot, and he's always going to be able to shoot. Like. So it doesn't hurt, you know, him at all. I mean, Steph numbers crazy. Like he's forty nine percent field goal percentage, forty two percent from three, ninety two from the free throw. He's gonna get his numbers regardless. Like, he's gonna get his numbers. Like and Bradley's gonna get his numbers too. So it's like it, I think it benefits Bradley to shut him down now. If you're not really trying to make a push for the playoffs and you can't make a put play a push uh, a push for the playoffs aiming for number ten. Why are you still playing that dude? Rest him right. up for next year. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. So you know, true that. I don't have anything else to say about that. Trey still make <laughs> Russell play. Make Russell play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely that. All right. Uh, moving on to more na- uh, national, local Washington uh, sports news. The Washington football names, uh, football team names have been in. Uh, we're going to go through. All of them. Well, let me let me preface it. By saying, preface <laughs> no, 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 no! Don't cut that, us off um, yet. No, no, no! Listen, these are these are not these. They, Jason Wright said that um, he he said the they're going to show a small selection from a broader pool of brainstorm names, but it's not a vote for the name. It's just an opportunity to sort of like get the perspective and capture insights. Uh, so that they can get an understanding for the next phase of the rebrand journey. So just because they have these list of names doesn't mean that these are going to be the name, that one of them is going to be the name of the team. All right. With that being said, let's go through these <laughs> names. <laughs> uh, I just I want to oh get – Well, it's not that many when you really think about it. Um, can we go th- – we'll go through – the ones that I, I'm looking at right now, and you guys can tell me what you guys think about the names. Okay. Washington Aces. <laughs> no. <laughs> Washington Ambassadors. Meh. I'm on the fence for that one. I'm on the fence. Washington Anchors. Negative. No. Washington Archers. Nope. Nah. Washington Amarda. <laughs> no. <Nope>. A car? <laughs> it's an SUV. Oh yeah, it is. It's a Nissan, right? Yep. Yeah. Trash. Uh, Washington Aviators. Negative. That's also an SUV. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah it's the it, it's the wifey version of the Navigator. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Washington Beacons. Fuck no. No. Washington Belters. Negative. Is that like when you belch or something? The hell? No. I don't know. Washington Brigade. No. no. Washington Commanders. No. No. Do I have to say Washington? Can I just say the name now? We we know it's Washington first. Yes. Uh, yeah. Defenders. Mm, no. No. Cats. Hell no. no. First City Football Club. Nope. Like what? I don't know. Griffins. 
Griffin the third. We're not not naming the team after the, the first round draft. The second, the, the only bust that we've had in the last. Well, yeah, he has so much potential. Potential don't mean shit. That's he wasn't a bust. Him. We broke it. Actually, that's true. You broke it. You broke. It. Okay. <laughs> uh, Guardians. Nope. Awesome. All right. Icons. Nope. Majors. No. Monarchs. That makes no sense. We're a democracy, a and our capital city team is going to be called the Monarchs. Yeah, it's, that uh, makes like, no sense. If you did an expansion team over to England, then you can call the team the Monarchs. But the pilots, negative. No. Presidents, fuck no. <laughs> Which president? If you said forty-four, right? <laughs> uh, Razorbacks, no. no. Red tails. Oh no. yeah, maybe. These are the names uh-huh. that Red Tails, Red Wolves are the names that we kind of seen already. Like I wasn't I mad see, at the Red Wolves. I don't, I don't like Red Wolves. I just like Wolves. I just want Washington Wolves. wolves. That's it. Fair. I like that. Uh, I want Red Wolves. That's fine. Okay. Red Hawks. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's all right. It's okay. Renegades. Mm, yeah. Riders. Pause. No, yeah, that's Wait. a huge pause. Writers, writers, writers rising. Writers <laughs> rising. Pause. 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 Golly. Uh, Royals. No. no. Rupees. No. The Washington. Somebody's Rubies? grandma. Yeah. The Washington Daisies. <laughs> right. Washington driving Miss Daisy. Uh, what? Swifts. Taylor. Right. What are these names? The Taylor's. Uh, Warriors, nah. Yes, I would it go Warriors. In, would. It falls into the WW that you know the Wolves, yeah. Warriors. I get that. Um, Washington DC Football Club, no. DC go no. Washington Capital City Football Club, no. no. I don't like all these name soccer names. Long. Like you stop, put, you just stop. This is the NFL. If you put that on the side of a helmet, it says WCCFC. Yeah, <laughs> All right. That's Wayfares, too many fucking letters. No. Wayfarers. No. Wild Hogs. No. No. 32 FC. What? what the hell? Is I that don't mean? even know what that is. I think. Uh, or W32. What is What is that? Yeah, I don't, I, don't I don't know. Why is that a finalist? Last but not least, football team. Eh. No. Sure. Eh. No. Sure. I why mean, not? I, I'm actually. I'm getting used to I'm it. I'm okay with the Washington football team at this point. Like, I just, yeah. like, what's the logo? I mean, what's the what's the mascot? What's the logo? Finalize right. it. They need to brand I it. I don't care anymore. Are you going to win more games if you change your name? Probably right. not. So, keep the Washington football team until further notice. Yeah. Or change it to the Wolves or the, uh, what was the other one? Wolves or the Warriors? Warriors or the uh, the Hogs. Because then you don't have to do... You can the hogs, yeah, I would go with hogs too. I would go hogs. with hogs. Hogs is uh, synonymous with like the actual like yes history the of the team. Line. Yes, it makes yeah. Sense there's something. The there's some his- history there. I like you that know, it bridges the history because right. you know that's a big concern about changing the name is you you lose the his potentially lose the you know historical and then, connection. And then you have a mascot already exactly that you yep. can build off of for sure. Um, you have the lineage. You have the history. And people can get behind that, like how they get behind it is one thing, but like they would, I think the fan, like diehard fans would get behind that because nobody even wanted to see the hogs leave. So you know, 
that was yeah. that was a thing. So, you know, all right. So we don't like any of the names we heard. <laughs> uh, and I think that's yeah, that's it. Okay, that's our first segment. So we're gonna take a break. <laughs> we've been we've been ending these segments on such a, a I won't say bad, but it's been like it's an not interesting. dark. It's just that this is a really this is not not the greatest week. Last week wasn't the greatest week either. This is a really interesting time in sports. Well, you know, it's supposed to be, there's supposed to be, a. this is supposed to be the time where a lot of sports is happening because, um, well, the NCAA is over, but you got baseball's back, hockey's, hockey's. in full swing, mm-hmm. NBA, and then you have um, golf. You have the Masters, which none of us really talk about. We have never talked Tiger about golf Woods. in this show. <laughs> Tiger Woods is in it. Um. We've but never talked about golf. We should address that. We've never talked about golf in this show. We should have a show about sports that we've never talked about. <laughs> Cricket. Cricket. Yeah. First thing Rugby. we thought about. Volleyball. Rugby. <laughs> uh, Curling. Surfing. Curling. <laughs> oh, cur- Curling yeah. is my favorite. Curling. Uh, what's the uh, bobsledding? Gymnastics. Curling is actually very fun to well, watch. Wait. Well, just because I laughed the whole time. Uh, we coming up on the Olympics next year, right? The yes. Summer Olympics will be next. Year. Uh no, no, well, no, no. Is supposed it this to be this year, year because it, last it? year's Olympics it were postponed to, to this year. Oh yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be this year. Oh, so we can talk about the Olympics for sure. We can bring the Olympics into the conversation. Yeah. Uh, so the 2020 Olympics are going to happen. You know, 2020 would be in such a monumental number of a year, and they didn't happen. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Let's take a break, and we can <laughs> we can bring up. We'll do that on another segment. We'll probably bring Micah back on for that one. We'll bring Micah back on to talk about stuff oh, we don't God. give a shit about. <laughs> oh damn! And then we can wow. tell him we don't give a shit about him. No, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, this is. Are they gonna have to tell on you, Olympics or so? Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. no. <laughs> Who snitches the fastest? <laughs> Clocking in at one point two seconds, Micah Robinson. I like to thank. <laughs> I like to thank all, myself. I like to thank myself for snitching on me. <laughs> thank you guys. <laughs> all right, let's take a break. Uh, we can be back. This is Sports and Things. What's up, people? It's your boy Jay Hill. Just want to let you know where to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Sports and Things. S P O R T Z underscore and underscore T H I N G Z. And on Twitter, at is sports, capital I, capital Z, S P O R T Z. Yeah, we got a little creative with it. So now you can follow us, you can subscribe, you can spread the word. Thanks. Now back to this episode. Back to Sports and Things, everybody. Um, we're going to get into our NBA portion of the show and start with the news break uh, or news flash, actually. Um, Lamarcus Aldridge retires um, today. Um, John, why don't you read off some of his uh, his numbers? You know, I know they say he wants they're going to retire his number. Uh, they, the Blazers want them to retire his number at uh, right. Portland. Um, read his numbers off. Let's see if his numbers are you know worthy of retirement. Yeah, so he was uh he started his rookie season in 2006-2007 as a center. Um he didn't really play that many games. Uh so the numbers were kind of askew, but uh, he moved to power forward for the next eight seasons. And um let me see, I'm just trying to find. 
So his field goal percentage in the nine seasons with Portland was 485. Um, defensively, mm, didn't really. He, I think he got about five point five and a half uh, defensive rebounds. A game? Average. No, 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 no. That's that's over nine seasons with Portland. That's average. He averaged five and a half uh, defensive rebounds. How many he averaged total? In his whole career? No, no, no. Just total, like, offensive and defensive rebound. Like, his, you gave me a defensive one? So what did he average yeah, yeah, per yeah. game? His, his, offensive re- his overall offensive rebounds was two and a half. <laughs> so he was, doing, he was doing seven rebounds a game? Basically, yeah. At power forward? At power forward. Well, power forward with the Blazers, but when he went to the Spurs, he, he was moved from power forward to center. Okay. Uh, so you're saying but Russell yeah, Westbrook out about seven, seven him at point guard. <laughs> Basically, yes. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. That's problematic. Uh, did he do better in, with the, in San Antonio with rebounds? In San Antonio, he no, it was about the same. About two and a half offensive rebounds and five and a half defensive rebounds. What was his PPG? Uh, his points per well, his field goal percentage with the Spurs was five oh two, so he did slightly better. But what was Actually, his points that per was, game? Um Sorry, I'm just trying to find it here. I'm on basketballreference.com, so it looks uh, it, lo- it looks a little weird here. I don't see PPG. They got a bunch of stuff on there that don't count for shit. Yeah. I see field goal percentages. I don't see PPG. Oh, wait. Hold on. It's weird. Just the way that this whole thing is formatted, it's very informative, but it's very hard to read. <laughs> <laughs> Like and then, of course, he only played. He only played five games with the Brooklyn Nets. All the all the stats you need, none of the stats yeah. you want. <laughs> but you know, what's, you know what's funny, man? He was Lamarcus Aldridge was actually. Uh, he, I, I really feel like he should have stayed in Portland. Um, his value went down when he went to San Antonio, even with Kawhi Leonard there. Uh, um. All right, so I got his, he, his, uh, he missed the boat on the championship, right? Uh, like when when was the last first championship? That was against the Heat. That was two thousand twelve. Yeah, he, he he came in a year later, so he missed. Yeah, that. so he missed he missed that. All right, so he averaged nineteen. Also looked like he missed a few boards too. Clearly, he averaged nineteen point four over his career, and he had eight point two rebounds per game as an average for his career. So, oh yeah, I see. As I see. as a big, yeah, um, it's not that's not great. It's not very good. And you know, I was the one that thought that if he came to the Wizards, that he would he would do better, or at least help the team do better. But with these numbers, man, he's basically Thomas Bryant. Yeah, seven rebounds, seven rebounds a, a game, man. That's not. I don't know. He had a couple a, seasons, a like his last two seasons in Portland, he put up 11 and 10 rebounds per game, and he was averaging about 23 points a game. So his last two seasons were strong seasons in Portland, and then he went right back down when he got to San Antonio. But yeah. maybe that's the position change. I, I don't know. I mean, he was power forward. Well, he was a power forward with San Antonio for two seasons, and then they switched him to center. Yeah, 
and his field goal percentage actually went up went up um the in 2017 and 2018 when he moved to center he's closer to the basket sure. right he was, yeah, so he, he can he can get those buckets under the basket but then it went down again slight it went slightly went slightly under and then he ain't do shit towards the end of the spurs run and into brooklyn huh. at that weird. point he was washed well maybe that was the issue maybe it was his heart uh maybe he was having a heart issues back then and he just didn't know it he's just getting real tired who knows oh, what it was? Uh, all right. So we have his numbers. Um, we think that. So okay. Do you think he's worthy of having his number retired in Portland or anywhere for that matter? Didn't uh, win a chip. Didn't average a double double. Play center in power four. No, no. What no. did he do for their franchise? No, he didn't Nothing. do anything. What did he do? So when when when, when did when, Dame come in? What year did when, Dame come in? When when Good a question. Portland fan brings their kid to the game. And points up to the rafters and says, "That guy right there. What is he? Well, what did he do? Like, yeah, he played exactly. pretty good. There has to be like, a what did he do? Oh, yeah. Damien came in 2012. Came uh, Damien later in 12. So, yeah, no, I don't. That was don't five know years after you know he was there. Right. And in that season, uh, the 2012 season, he was averaging. Uh, uh, Aldridge was averaging 21 and eight. Yeah. I mean, where's the bar? Are we going to retire the jersey of every good player just because they were good? But hey, Leonard Leonard asked for them to retire the jersey. So what does that mean? You said Kawhi asked for it? No, Lillard. Oh, Lillard. I think he's just saying that. So you really got to think about. You really got to think about. (laughs) He said so. What he's done. (laughs) Right, is it? You can't just retire somebody's jersey just because he got tenure, like because he did more than five years. Like, yeah, nah, no, no, no. I mean, are are we gonna retire John Wall's jersey? Let me ask you a Where? question: Is Dennis yeah. Rodman's jersey retired anywhere? No, I don't think so. It should did be. Dennis retired. Rodman did. Did Dennis Rodman have more of an impact on his teams than Lamarcus Aldridge did? He should be Hell retired yeah. as a bull. He should be retired so, as a bull and a piston. True. I'll give you both of those. But then if you do that, then you got to retire Pippen, too. They only retired retire Mike. Pippen. I would retire Pippen. Why not? I would, too. Pippen, without without Pippen, you ain't got Jordan. Like, you should right, retire exactly. Pippen. Exactly. They're, they're a pair. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, I ain't saying you got to go retire Bill Cartwright, either. Or, you know, but, like, you, you do have <laughs> to retire. Armstrong. Yeah, you do have to retire Scotty. Like, Scotty should. Tony Kukoc. We, right. We've been, like, Oh, uh, what's my man, um, Ron Hopper? <laughs> Ron Hopper, yep. <laughs> At this point, I think it's like throwing salt in the wound that they haven't retired Scotty's jersey. Like, Scotty, yeah. even even the year that Jordan left, Scotty took that team to the playoffs. Right. And he was the he was, he was was the guy. And he, was, he, he took over that team, and he was running that team. They didn't go far, but at the same time, the, he took that team to the playoffs. And you can't deny Scotty's – presence on that team and what he meant to Michael. Like, you can't deny that. And you can't even deny what Robin meant when they brought Robin in. They knew Robin was a wild child, but, like, Jordan roped that dude in, and he did his job. Retire those jerseys, man. What's, what's going on? But Aldridge? No. Yeah, no. I don't, there's no reason why you should retire that jersey. Dog. And there's no disrespect or no slight to Aldridge. He just hasn't done enough um, as an individual athlete to have his jersey retired. Like, yeah, there's got to be a protocol to retiring jerseys. 
Yeah, like points, rebounds. If you playing four and five, nigga, <laughs> like yeah. if you ain't putting up, if you ain't putting up like Shaq like numbers, why should we even be okay. considering? You brought up, you brought up a good point. What what franchise records has he broken? And I, we probably don't have that information off hands, but if he hasn't done that, I mean, like, what, what, for what reason is his jersey retired? On paper, Aldridge looks average at best. 19.4 over your career and 8.2 rebounds is average, dog. Like, not to say, because I know we saw that clip where it was like your average NBA player will dog the shit out of like any regular player. But we're not talking about him playing against regular players. We're talking about him playing against every other player. Where does his right. where does his points per game average stack up against the all time greats of all time? And right, rebounds. because based on that logic, you have to retire everybody's jersey. Then. Everyone, you know what I'm saying? You got to go look at Kwame Brown's career at that point. Like the yeah. fuck? Ooh. <laughs> they need to retire his jersey just for being able to make the NBA. I don't even remember what his number I know, was. I know where you can. How retire. did he pull that off? What was his number two? Oh, As a dude, ticket number two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what was his number? I don't remember what his number was. Where did he go after the Wizards? Did he went the to the Lakers. Browns. He went. Oh, to, he went oh, to the Lakers. He went to the Lakers. Golly! And that oh, was a fuck. Michael Jordan pick, wasn't he? He was. Michael Jordan sure picked was. that boy. Gordon thought he was going to be the next Jordan. Bias. <laughs> oh, limp. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So his NBA career was about as effective as limb biases. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All that to say, Aldridge was a decent player in the league. And, you know, his health scare is is a really serious reason why you should consider not continuing a career. And we do wish him the best as he goes into the next phase of his life and retirement. But you shouldn't retire to do Jersey. Like, yes. Honorary mention, sure. Retirement? No, like let him retire and then keep that number twelve somewhere where people can. Kwame Brown's number with the Wizards was five. Okay, that makes sense. Not really. (laughs) 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 All right, so moving on, staying with the Nets. What is going on with the Nets right now? Like too many divas. One diva for sure. Like the dude just says he just doesn't want to play and he just doesn't play. Like, how do you yeah. get away with that and he doesn't get fined? Like it's gonna bite him in the ass when the playoffs come. I believe so. It's gonna bite him in the ass. I, I think uh I really don't know. I can't I cannot read Kyrie Irving at all, other than the fact that something's going on in his life, bro. I think Kyrie don't care, dog. Like he yeah, something's going on in his life too. He gets paid uh, an incredible amount of money, yet he's always upset at something with the NBA. He's just always upset. There's something with the NBA that he just does not like. He always has a problem, and he's gonna retire soon. He's he's legit Uncle Drew. Like he's like the disgruntled dude that's gonna be old for real and be like, you know, I I could I could back in my day. It's like, dude, you had every opportunity, like. Technically, he won a chip, so what does he really have to do? He already won a chip. Yeah, but he put an asterisk that by that because LeBron Ooh, helped him win that. Right. Well, some he made say, a shot. Well, was, <laughs> he made a shot. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he, he was on LeBron's team, sure, but Le- LeBron, LeBron deferred to him to take the shot, and he took the shot, and he made it, and they won a the championship. 
I'm just saying, what else does he have to do at this point? Like, all the antics that he's doing are what they are. But what else does he really have to prove? He's one of the he's going to go down as one of the greatest ball handlers of all time, right? For sure. He's going to go down as Ball. one of the greatest point guards of all time with the numbers that he put up so far in his career. What else does he really have to do? Like him going to the Nets, and if they don't, if that team doesn't win, like it, it, you know, I think it damages his, his legacy. Here's the problem, right? These guys, um, we talked about the attitudes of the head cases on the team, but whatever's going on, if you're the general manager or the coach of the team, no basketball team is really going to make any noise until they gel. They just threw them boys together midseason. Kyrie and KD, their first time playing together because KD was hurt last season. Then you throw in um, Harden midseason. Then you throw – it was towards the beginning, but it was still the middle of the season. Then you throw in Blake Griffin midseason. You throw in LaMarcus Aldridge midseason. You take LaMarcus Aldridge out midseason. Um, Put him back in and shake him all about. So, <laughs> and then as it stands, I have not seen all of those guys on the floor at the same time yet. I don't think. I, maybe if there was a game, I didn't watch it. So, when do they learn how to play together and learn each other and, and, and get their establish their roles and all that? So, to win a series against a team that's been playing together for two years, I'm talking about the Lakers. It's um, tough, man. It's tough. Yeah. They just – what I'm saying is that the Nets would beat the Lakers in 2K, but right now the Nets are not going to beat the Lakers just simply because they they haven't they haven't gelled. They haven't worked themselves out. They haven't gotten anything going there. I I don't disagree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And even, even a, a beat-up Lakers team right now looks better than – like the team that we're looking at in the East, that's that boys supposed been playing to together, the man. Yeah, they like they it. played they played in the bubble together and did all that. You know, like they've been playing together, and none of these guys from from Brooklyn have played together at all. None of them. They played, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I think they're they're hurting themselves. Um, I think first of all, Kevin Durant needs to get off social media. <laughs> well, he's not going to do the blackout stuff that LeBron does. That's for sure. Some people thrive in that controversy, man. Like he seems like he just likes to be in in the in the thick of it. Yeah, but that's not it's not a it's not effective for for him, especially when they see him on the bench. And <laughs> the media is going to eat that up. The media is going to be like, okay, well, this is probably why you're on the bench because you're too busy on Twitter. Did y'all see that somebody somebody uh, pointed out that he has more career tweets than he does career points? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, yep. that's terrible. Yep. <laughs> How many tweets he got? Like thirty thousand? Like, something like twenty four thousand, and points Yo, is like twenty three thousand or something. That's crazy. How do you tweet that much? Why that's, are you on Twitter the, that that's much? That's the point. Why are you on social media that much? It's like it's like uh, what, what's my man? Um, the uh, the defensive back for the Washington Redskins back in the day, um, a few years back. What's his name from the Panthers? Oh, the, the Panthers. Oh, uh, uh, oh, um, 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 uh, I'm thinking of his face. And yeah, he's with the Buffalo. I can definitely see his face. 
Um, uh, <laughs> he used to get shoot. burned all the time. He he was cool oh, before he got hit. He used to get burned. <laughs> yeah, we started calling him Toast. Let's just call him Toast because that's toast. what we started calling. <laughs> Wait, why is he called Toast? Because he, Cause he was burnt. getting burned. <laughs> oh, <laughs> getting toasted. Wait, his name is Toast. Christ. What is uh, his anyway. name? That's gonna kill me. I'm picturing his face, <laughs> and I wh- why can't no, we? We've moved on, boy. DC fans move on from people. Well, we just forgot his name. He gone from here. We don't even think about it. I gotta look him up. Shit. Um, I can't, I can't Norman something. Norman. Josh Norman. Uh, Josh, Josh Norman. Norman. Yes. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Yeah, so Josh like... Toast Norman. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Toast. His name is Toast. But I was what I was gonna say was the problem with Josh Norman was something that D'Angelo Hall said. He's too busy trying to be a celebrity. He's not trying to be a football player. He wanted to be on Dancing with the Stars. He's in Spain, you know, running with the Bulls. This motherfucker don't care about football. That's why he's getting burnt all the time. Yeah, the so Batman need to be and running I'm, I'm not with the saying, Redskins. I'm not oh, saying no. that Kevin Durant don't care about playing basketball, but he just needs to shift his focus. I, I just feel like he needs to be a lot more focused because – that whole shit with Michael Rappaport and now this whole thing with Shannon Sharp, like get off of social media, just focus, <laughs> focus on basketball, play some games. He just James Harden is really the only guy on the team that's doing all the work again, which is a crazy thing to be saying right about now. Yeah, that because team? that's not why he came. That's not why he went to Brooklyn. He's <laughs> like, why am I doing this all by myself again? Yeah, that's 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 a crazy thing to say that and. Your heaviest workload player is James Harden. <laughs> wow! And and cap all of that off with a rookie head coach. Yeah, rookie, okay, head maybe coach. it's his second year, but you know, whatever. Well, but still, who second? Well, no, no, this Steve is first Nash. year. This is Steve first, first year. year. Yeah, this is first year. I mean, he's, okay. he's probably going to suit up soon. It'll make a difference. I thought he, I thought he coached them last year. No, he. This is his first. Remember the controversy over the summer was that he got the job over um a lot of other okay. highly qualified. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a players. rookie head coach that that can still suit up. The yeah, right, <laughs> but um, this this is a disaster. This isn't like Popovich or Phil Jackson or or Pat Riley or somebody dealing with all these guys. This is Steve Nash. But Steve right. Nash and James Harden said back in January that the real problem with the Nets was that. Uh, wasn't wasn't offense? It was defense. And that's, that's, why that's, that's why they brought in Griffin. That's why they brought in Harden. Blake Griffin, <laughs> and that's why they brought that's in Marcus brought Aldridge. In and now Marcus Aldridge is, is gone. <sighs> well, but defense is a team thing, team defense, and therefore you have to gel to build it, work off of each other, communicate, agreed. do all that stuff. And they ain't playing together. Very true. They're not playing together. So yeah, should a, Kevin Durant? Should should he like? They're going to win the finals next season. If they keep <laughs> that team together. Year. If everybody Same. stays, yeah. If they right, stay. Right. They right. keep that big three there, or that big 17, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> you keep them, all them cats there, they, they may wind up, they may wind up ending it, winning the EACF. I I highly doubt with the unfocused leadership of that they team. They might get upset in the in the playoffs, to be yeah, honest. I can't imagine because them winning. Because it takes so much more focus in the playoffs to like win games and like it's it's a best of seven. Wizards will beat them. The win. Okay. Well, I didn't say that, <laughs> but I do believe the Wizards could beat them. Like if the Wizards, Wizards are two and zero against the Nets so far this season, and they gotta play them two more times, or they not play? They play probably three more times, one more time because yeah. they ain't doing it. Uh, 
72 game season. So they probably playing one more time. And I think they, you know, if they don't shut Bradley down, they probably could beat him. They could sweep him because man, I Bradley's hope they focused. Don't. Bradley's focused. Yeah. On on shooting and winning the games, and he's even if they're losing games, he's still focused on trying to win. And those boys ain't focused on trying to win. Like your star point guard opts out of games on a like every other game. That's a problem, man. How you opt out every other game? Like, how does that not affect your money flow? One, and your team's overall morale. Like, you opting out. Like, I don't want to play with you guys today. I'd rather go tend to some family emergency, which is what I. I'm not trying to speak ill on what the dude's doing. I don't know what he's doing. But at the end of the day, it's like you opt out every like every third game. Yeah, like, like what is what, if it's a family issue? Then stay out. <laughs> Maybe maybe you shouldn't be playing this this season. Exactly, exactly. All right. Well, on that note, we'll take another break. <laughs> uh, Just like Kyrie's. Oh wow. Oh yeah. You 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 just did what Jay would do. Trey Ely, ladies and gentlemen. What would what would Jay Hill do? Not Jesus, but Jay Hill. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. WWJHD. JHD. WWJHD. Would put that on the T-shirt. Jay Hill do. He ain't here, so he ain't doing much. He probably sleeping. WWJHTSD. What? What? What would Jay Hill the singer do? Wow. Uh, All right, we're taking a break. <laughs> we come back. This is Sports and Things. Yo, this is Dennis from Sports and Things, and I have some exciting news to share with you guys. We recently partnered with Fubo TV. Now, you might ask, what is Fubo TV? Fubo TV brings you 100 plus channels, including NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, ESPN, and more without the hassle of a cable contract. And I know everybody wants to get out of those cable contracts for sure. Don't believe me? Click the link in our bio and start your free seven-day trial now. And now back to Sports and Things. And welcome back to Sports and Things, everybody. I'm going to throw this segment to John Lane in the segment we like to call Sports and Things News. All right. Thank you, Mr. Turner. My name is uh, John Lane, and this is the Sports and Things News. Yay. On Thursday, April 15th, 2021, there's not much to talk about this week. <laughs> Well, there is, but a lot of it is shit we don't really care about. Um, we, we don't care about, about <laughs> we don't care about A Rod and J Lo. We don't care about the former bachelor Man. turning gay. Um, we don't care Man. about any celebrity shit that's that's happening at all. Um, but I am gonna bring up something. This is this is a little bit old. This is back from back in 2014. Just like us, <laughs> especially wow. me. We're just a little bit old. Uh, but it is, it, it is, it does have relevancy because uh, we just lost, we, we talked about it last week, but we just lost uh, an iconic rapper, uh, DMX, who passed away mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. I think he passed away while we were doing a show, yeah, as a matter of fact. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, so rest in peace to uh, DMX. But uh, this is a story that came out in 2014, and I just thought that I would bring this up because it puts a smile on my face. So many of you might remember that DMX wanted to plan a boxing match against George Zimmerman. And we all know, especially us black people, we know who George Zimmerman is. He's the uh, cocksucker who <laughs> killed Trayvon Martin. I wasn't um, expecting you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, he's been no lies detected. I mean, he's no, been for sure. <laughs> he's also been reported as uh, someone who's beaten his wife before, and he's probably done some other uh, scumbag. He's a scumbag. Anyway, DMX wanted to schedule a planned boxing match against George Zimmerman, and George Zimmerman had agreed. This was back in February of 2014. But then it was announced that George Zimmerman, about four days before the planned press conference, George Zimmerman decided to cancel the fight. Um, And Damon Feldman tweeted, I think he's one of the promoters, he said, I'm sorry for anyone I hurt with this, but this is a very big opportunity. It's more to life than money. It was worth a lot of money to me, but people's feelings meant more to me. I walked away from a million-dollar payday but with this fight. But to be honest, I'd rather be happy and make people happy. Thank you. This is a story, by the way, uh, by Jason Newman on Rolling Stone. So the reason why he decided to cancel is because of a quote by uh, DMX. And I believe this quote... Uh, I'm pretty sure scared the the living shit out of him. Um, let me. I'm sorry, it just froze. This shit just it was froze. Brenda, Letitia, Linda, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just completely lost my shit. Damn it. Let me. See, you want me to see if I can pull it up? Because I remember the uh, quote. I, no, I mean I have it here. I just okay. have to. I just have to. Um, find it again i don't know why it just disappeared on me okay here it is so the quote by dmx was i am going to beat the living fuck out of him i am breaking every rule in boxing to make sure i fuck him right up so basically this was just a way for dmx to bring pitbulls into the DMX was going to do what every living human black person in the United States and maybe the world would want to do um, if if they came face to face with George Zimmerman. Yeah, Um, and And you could legally do it without getting. And you could legally do it, but he was willing to break. He was willing to break the rules. He was willing to probably go to jail. Right, I bet you money that. He was going to do whatever he could. I, I think he was going to go in there with Timberlands and just like <laughs> stomp on his head. <laughs> he was going to wear like big ass baggy jeans and take his belt off and hit him with the with the belt buckle across his face. Rough Riders belt buckle. Exactly. Wow. So anyway, um, they canceled. Uh, he George Zimmerman canceled the fight after those after that quote came out and i'm sorry it never happened uh unfortunately our uh the guy that we like is is gone and the guy we don't like is still around but yeah it's super weird like how much would you pay to watch that fight oh i would probably i would probably pay whatever the pay-per-view whatever the pay-per-view was it would probably be like a hundred (laughs) dollars i would probably pay that i would have had a fight party fuck that yeah, I would, I would to watch that. Go to Wingstop and watch ZMX whoop Jim. Go to Wingstop. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I just, I just plug Wingstop and pay per view at the same time. <laughs> like, what now you, we need you know? to get new I got the Hawaiian wings, nigga. Look at him. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, but yeah, uh, no, seriously, rest in peace, uh, DMX. That was tragic, man. That's, you know, losing a legend like that is. And rest in peace, Trayvon Martin. 
Yeah, rest yeah, in peace, you know, for, sure, for sure, for sure. You know. Um, there is another story. It's it's a it's a short story, um, and I don't have the follow up to it because it hasn't come out yet. But there's a woman, I believe she's in Los Angeles, um, who was, I think she was taking a TikTok video in her car, and right when she turned the camera on, she noticed that there was a guy, in the car next to her, uh, parked next to her, and the guy had partially rolled down the window, and was just staring at her. And she was trying not to make eye contact and all that stuff. And then when she finally sort of glanced over, she noticed the dude was jacking off. <laughs> what? While staring at her. And so this girl <laughs> kind, of, kind of feared for her life. Uh, and there, mm, there's a video. She didn't have there's to really worry about her life. Yeah, I don't know. Her. She had to worry about something, but not her life. <laughs> her window. <That's> some weird... <laughs> but uh, I think she... She uh, she she managed to get him on on video and I think didn't approach him, but did have some words with him. Um, but she did say she was scared. She contacted Put that thing away. Well, a- actually, the guy she. Well, yeah, because she get the hell out said, of there. She said something like, what are you doing? And he responded by saying, what does it look this? like I'm doing? He said, you want this? No, he's, he said, you want this? And she was like, what the fuck did you just say? And then he sped off. Do you want me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Like, just leave. If something like creepy like that is happening, let's have a conversation. Let's record. The- no, get out of well, there, I think man. she was trying to get him on video. I think she was trying to get him on video. To, to get out of there. At the end of the day, you should not be filming that if you feel like somebody's leave. You. leave the scenario and then you could tell somebody about it. But why are you trying right. to like you filming it, it's probably just edging that dude on. Like you sitting there filming, I he's like, I am knew, leaving. I knew she wanted me. Do you want me? Yes, I do. So it's like, no, <laughs> I don't want you. I need to leave. Like, yeah, I don't understand people. What? Why is there a confrontation? What, what yeah, exactly? Why are you confronting that dude? If that I'm anywhere creep? and a guy pulls his penis out, I'm leaving. Well, you quote so. me yeah. on that. I'm <laughs> leaving. So. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope you. Mike is snitching. <laughs> I'm leaving. Oh my god! Mike going snitch. Who are you going to tell? Twitter? He's on Twitter. Yeah, he's on Twitter. Yeah, he is. Why he are we still talking about him? Anyway, the last story I want to bring up. Uh, you guys remember um, the story about Usher? Uh, Usher went to a strip club with some friends in in Vegas. Oh, the money. Yeah, and, I think talking about Usher uh, giving that girl chlamydia. Oh, sorry. What? Whoa! You didn't hear about that? I'm. I'm. No. I'm just. How did we get there? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Save it for next week. Save it for next week. <laughs> I don't even know the story. Yeah, some girl he he slept with said that she gave he, like it was a big girl too. She was like you know a fan, and she said he gave her chlamydia or something. Good God! Yeah. All right. Usher well. has never he's never confirmed or denied the story. I don't think, but the, she went on like social media and was like. You know, I slept with Usher and he gave me chlamydia. Good. But that's not the story that John. Well, anyway, this stripper. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, so there's more to the story about uh, the Usher dollars that Usher gave uh, the strippers at a strip club. Um, uh, a rep for the club, Sapphire in Vegas, uh, told uh, TMZ, which is where I'm reading the story, that Usher did not tip the strippers with this fake money and actually dished out authentic uh dollars 
while also going Ooh. on to tip the staff at a large, uh, at, at large, the staff at large quite generously. Um, they were told that Usher and company ended up spending thousands on the dancers and also enjoyed bottle service, which he definitely didn't cover with the Usher Bucks. Ha ha ha. But uh, for some more intel on what, what happened, sources close to Usher say that somebody in his crew left some stray Usher dollars behind on the stage as a gag, uh, you know, to be jokey and to promote his new Vegas residency. So that's the whole story with the Usher Bucks. It's not what it originally or initially came out to be. Well, it's, it's not like if he's doing a residency in Vegas, it's not like he ain't got the money. <laughs> like, right. Usher Bucks probably do count for real money if he's doing a Vegas, like a, uh, a residency at in Vegas. Like, good Lord. Yeah, is that like the uh, new? Is that like the new? I've made it doing a residency in Vegas. That's like the new I've made it because they pay a lot of money for those. those I don't know things. if it's an I made it as long as as much as it's a. Um, it's not a farewell. It's more like a end of a end of a career type of thing. Still, you think? I still think it is because that was the last thing that Britney Spears did. Um, Celine Dion did one. She hasn't really been performing all that much. Tina Turner did one. She's mm. not performing. Boys to Men did one. They're not performing. I feel like it's the very last thing that artists do before they say, you know what, I need to take a break for a long time. Do you just... think Usher's done? Because Usher, out of all the ones you yeah. name, Usher the one still got songs on the radio. <sighs> yeah, he's collaborating with these younger artists now. Is I he mean, doing? Is he doing a residency there? He's actually doing a residency. Don't know, um, but I mean, Usher Usher got a bunch of songs, like a bunch of like collabs out, and he's still the he monster yeah, behind Justin Bieber. Yeah, no, he is doing a residency there. No, I, I mean, no, I don't think that it means that he's a he's he's washed up. He's not washed up or yeah. near the end of his career at all. I don't think so. Usher can't even be. He is he forty yet? Yeah, he's uh somewhere around our age. Okay. So yeah, he would he, be. He can still dance, so forty-ish. <laughs> he can still move. Forty's yeah. not really old. Why don't unless... you show me some moves? <laughs> uh, by the way, um, before I end the sports and things news, I want to spend a very send a very special shout out to Pharrell Williams and congratulate him on his brand new hotel, which opened in Miami today. It's been something that they. Have, he's been working on with a with a business partner for the last few years, and so he just reported on Twitter that they had their grand opening today. Um, it's a really lush hotel. He's What's hoping it called? That he can, um, it's a very good question. Let me look it's called boom, 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 touch. No, <laughs> no it's called because <laughs> he always starts the song with four beats. Yeah, with four beats. <laughs> um, it's called the Good Time Miami Beach Hotel. That's a bad um, name. Yeah, he, he started it with uh, David David Grootman, who's a business partner. I'm sure it's a very nice hotel. hotel. It looks really nice. It looks very Miami-ish, which is not my not my type of town. But it's a boutique hotel. Um, looks very lavish. You remember so that boutique hotel we went to in Germany that had the the, the blackface dolls in the? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh my gosh! 
Yeah, how can I forget that? Yeah, that was bad. Anyway, I'm John Lane, and that's the Sports and Things News. <laughs> Thank you very much for the Sports and Things John News. We appreciate that. <laughs> hey. We're going to get into the Artist of the Week, or our Artist of the Week, and I will start with Trey. Are we? Oh, wait, oh. is somebody doing an honorary one for Jay? I don't have to. So. I'll, I'll let Trey do it because I did Jay. Uh, I, I did one okay. for Jay last. Trey, time. you got you got two. Okay, so Jay Hill's artist of the week is Marvin Gaye, um, soul singer. <laughs> so we'll give him Marvin Gaye. Uh, that's a that's a great you know excellent that's a good fit. soul that's singer. A good fit. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. So Marvin Gaye um, the singer. <laughs> yeah, for my artist of the week. I'm trying to remember. So I had two I was thinking about last week, and I can't remember which one I did. Um, did I? No, I already did Anderson Pack last week. So yes, you did. yeah, yeah, that's what I did last week. So this week, Bruno my Mars? artist of the week is Grover Washington Jr. Uh, um, that's nah, Grover Washington Jr. He's uh, for those who don't know, he's he's passed away, but he's a saxophonist. Um, he's the uh, he's somebody who I emulated trying to be like playing music um, and um, studied him for a long time. Um, he's severely underrated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, because of, so, so here's the thing, right? Mr. Magic. Um, man. Musicians who yeah, are just the two of us jazz, jazz musicians um, really like dog, smooth jazz right and so for people that don't know that like jazz musicians really like like really dog smooth jazz it's not real you know that sort of thing those people can't play yada 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 so not to say that grover washington (laughs) is smooth jazz but the thing is grover washington was a jazz player but smooth jazz was literally a style of music that was kind of built off of his style right they took like how grover washington played and kind of you know, all these people came along kind of mimicking him and, you know, did further down, it kind of becomes smooth jazz because Grover Washington Jr. was a jazz player who took his jazz skills and really, really, um, you know, kind of opened it up into soul music. So there was kind of a soulish type of vibe to his music. Really cool stuff. Funk, soul, all that. So, um, yeah. Uh, but. Have we, yeah, I mean, he was—he 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 was, he was, he was uh, uh, an inspiration to a lot of new, uh, mm-hmm. new school uh, saxophonists, man. For sure, like, yeah, really yeah. underrated. Yeah, John, have we ever told the Kenny G story on this podcast? I feel like we mentioned, uh, maybe we talked about it off the air. I think we talked about it off the air. Let's 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 do that next week. Let's actually tell the Kenny G story in two parts. Like we can tell that story <laughs> because. Kenny G is, you know, arguably like the smoothest of smooth jazz musicians out there. <laughs> but the story we tell about Kenny G, you gotta, is, you gotta include the Pat Metheny quote. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll include Ooh. that. Yeah, you yeah. know, and then we'll include the David Foster quote. Yeah, <laughs> this is like, uh-huh. and then we'll include Kenny G's security guards quote. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. We and got all we'll include, and then we'll include smiles in that. Well, people, we'll, oh, I didn't think names were coming out. They came out. Yeah, hey. there goes the names. The gloves yeah. are off, sir. Everybody, like, it's always the keyboard player. Ain't nobody's safe in a podcast, man. Ain't nobody safe on. No keyboard players are safe. 
Um, yeah, so let's 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 make sure we put a nugget in that and tell that story next week. We get, you know what we we also um um before I do my oh no John you go you you do yours but before you do your artist of the week um we we overlooked the fact that we were on episode forty, which is kind of like a milestone. We made it to forty. Yeah, episodes. Oh, wow. That's how old I am? Damn. Um, oh, last okay. week was episode forty. Uh, and you know we'll be at episode fifty. And pretty soon we'll be at episode one hundred, and then everybody will be like, ah, "I'm good." <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, we'll we'll keep going, you know. So we will have offended everyone by then. That's the point. That's the point. Yep. Let's, let's get everyone will be offended on our bad side, and our numbers will steadily keep going up for some reason. <laughs> it's like everybody likes shock shock jocks. Um, John, your uh, artist of the week. So my artist of the week, I was going to take the micro route and I was going to say this album that I just put out with E-Major, oh, wow. but I'm not. Oh, but you just did. I just did. <laughs> you just did. No, I got the plug in and then I said, the record. Promote the record. It's dope. Promote the record. Okay, we, yeah, we, we, yeah, my, my man E-Major, he's from Baltimore, lives in L.A. now. We've been wanting to work together for a while. He did uh, D, a few DC Les Dilla tributes with Dennis and I. And yes. um, he, we have a project out called Fun Times in Baltimore. It's a five-track EP. It's about twenty minutes long, but it's uh, it's one of our it's one of my greatest works, I think, because uh, it's three years in the making. So we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it. Um, you definitely get to see E Major's uh, his his development as an MC and not just a rapper. Uh, I think it's one of his finest works. So that's just a little plug for an album. Where, right where is available? Everywhere, all streaming platforms: Amazon, Spotify, sure. Apple Music, Tidal, everywhere. Uh, but my artist of the week is the Unknown Mortal Orchestra. They are a group out of the West Coast in Oregon. It's either Oregon or Seattle. I think it's Oregon. Uh, the lead singer is from New Zealand. And imagine uh, Jamiroquai less dancey and more musical. Like just the live instrumentation the changes the arrangements is fucking phenomenal like these guys are a cut above the rest right now and they're really doing the damn thing uh d'angelo plugged plugged them on his his radio show back in january they have an album out called sex and food which is phenomenal and they got a new single out as well so that's my artist of the week dope um and since everybody else did two i'm gonna do two two and two artists a week. so First, uh, Mac Ayers, I, I plugged him a couple weeks ago, well, a couple months ago, but he has a new record out. Um, where is it? It's called uh, Magic Eight Ball. Came out in 2020, uh, January 2021. Check that out. He got a song in there with the bass player, uh, Cartoons. It's pretty dope. Um, and um, my second artist of the week is Little Dragon. I I think anything that Little Dragons put out is pretty dope. You should go check out their catalog. Dope artists, dope music. Um, and they got By the way, con- congrats to Yukimi. She uh, she had her baby uh, oh, yeah. re- recently. So congrats to Yukimi. Dope, dope. So that's my artist of the week, and that is our artist of the week, and that is our show. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, make sure you guys send well wishes to Jay Hill and his wife because they, they're recovering from their vaccination shots. Get well, Jay Hill. Yeah. Um, and make sure you check us out wherever you can find podcasts. Shout out to our partnerships with Fanatics.com and Fubo TV, um, and our partnership with Un- the Unhinged Sports Network as well. You can check us out every Saturday at noon 
and whenever they rebroadcast the shows on their network, uh, it's like every day at this point. We're we're playing at least we're playing somewhere at least once a day. Uh, oh. And Eaton Radio um, playlist, we're on that as well. So if you, if you go to that playlist, you can check us out on there as well. Um, on behalf of myself, Jay Hill, John Lane, Trey Ely, we'll make sure that you stay safe. Get the shot if they offer it to you. Like, if you're black, please go get the Moderna. Because <laughs> Moderna is the one that tested on black people the most. Uh, stay away from fun. Johnson & Johnson. Oh, no, you good. Because you light skin. So you good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure you stay away from Johnson & Johnson because they were calling that. Uh, and still practice your social distancing. And you still Wear a mask. Wear your mask. Keep your social distancing. Wear a rubber, yeah. too. Somebody needed to hear that, bro. All right, that's fine. Wow. Listen. Somebody needed to hear that. Sex education is a real thing still. You know? Somebody needed to hear that. That's fair. And, you know, you know, at one point, uh, STDs were going up amongst uh, people over 60. <laughs> it was like. I mean. Because of that after Viagra. Two, after two yep. kids, I need to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo. This, this has been real. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you wear your mask. Tell your family you love them. Make sure that you give people their flowers while they're still alive. And we will see you guys next week. Peace. Stitches get stitches. (laughs) Bring my nigga Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah. We talking sports and things from rookies who ball the vets about to get more rings. Plus more things like a jam session or something. Yeah. Then we beefing cause our favorite team, John like slumming, John like pumping. Over podcasts and steady every O. You want more than that whole hum, so here we go. Yeah, we go from bars to beats to podcast or astro turf with balls and cleats like that, y'all. Talking sports and things, talking sports and things. Priest the nomad, uh. Talking sports and things, we're talking sports and things. D Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things. Baby, we're talking sports and things. Trey Illy, Drake Hill, talking sports and things. Talking sports and things. DC, baby. Thanks for listening to Sports and Things featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and Dennis Turner. Be sure to follow and subscribe for our upcoming episodes. You can also reach the team on Instagram at S-P-O-R-T-Z-A-N-D-T-H-I-N-G-Z and on Twitter at I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.